We left off Malachim Bey's Perek Tezvav. Let's go back to Chav Gimel. Again, we will read quickly, apropos to the nine days, the quick uh, succession, a number of assassinations. We'll look in the chart as well. And at the end, we will get to Ochoz, which is the next uh, big monarchy, which uh, the Navi will spend a lot of time on. Chav Gimel, Pasuk Chav Gimel, Perek, Tezvav, Pasuk Chav Gimel. No, no, Navi? Okay. Well, that'll help, but not right now. Perek, Tezvav, Pasuk Chav Gimel. As a matter of fact, Shragi, if you happen to remember when I give you the uh, title, I'll give you the Pasuk also. I remember uh, a few weeks ago. Weeks. Fifty year reign, despite his disaster with the Saras. He did a pretty good job, certainly in his Chuba process. Shalishai, one of his officers, via Keo Basharman Ba'arman base, Melech, his assassination in the palace, as Argov, as Arye, different Mafarshim say. Argov is one uh, unique room in the palace, one with a lot of uh, special couches and things like that. And the Arye is um, some sort of uh, golden lion or something like that, very fancy place. And that's where he killed him, despite the. Uh, Appropriateness of the Mokom. The Imach Hamishemish of Negil Odim, the Emisei of Yimloch Tachtov. Fifty men, I'm sure they were very strong, doesn't sound uh, too stable for the outgoing Malucha, if you can have a coup with fifty men. Yes, a Divre Pekachia, Hosha Asa, Hinim Sumo, say the Divre Yam Lamache Yisrael. Vishnas Hamishem, Vishtaim Shanla, Zayam El Yuda. Again, the contrast is incredible. Now we're at 52 years. As troubling as things were in Yehuda, it was much worse in Yisrael. And here we have king after king during the reign of one stable king, Azayo. Moach Pekach Ben Rimalyel Yisrael B'Shamen Esrim Shana. That's pretty long for this Kufa. Didn't help too much. All these people had their own peckle, but it keeps blaming it on Yerov Menavot because he started all this. Bimei Pekach Melech Yisrael, and here begins the Anish. Bimei Pekach Melech Yisrael, Batiglas, Telasa, Melech Ashur. Vikach Ez Iyem Vezavo Vezmacha. That city should sound familiar. Remember Serach Bas Asher? And Yerov almost took down the city, it's the same place. Oh, this sounds familiar. Especially uh, the Melech here is going to conquer all of Sarasashvatim eventually, but he's starting to eat away at the boundaries. Yesem, if you recall, the Tzadik Yesed in the Gemara and Sukkah, 
Hashem Merchai said, if he was with Abshimon and his son, Nevras Chusim, Mishesh Meh Bereshis, I'd be his gold tzedek. So he's Mamash Asadik Yisraelim, Yisraelim literally. And his father goes down in history, despite the Taras incident, which is a tremendous disaster, as one of the very good Malchai Beis David, not the best, the son among the best. The Yesa Divrei Pekka V'chol Sha'asa in Ksud Malsev Divrei Yel Malchai Yisrael. The Shnas Shtayin L'Pekach Ben Ramal Yel Malchai Yisrael Malchai Yisrael and Yisrael Malchai Yehuda. We have a digression now. Back to Yehuda, back to Yisrael. Ben Esem V'chamei Shana Hayi B'Malchai V'sheish Yisrael Shana Malchai Yisrael V'shem Ima Yerusha Bas Tzaduk. But Yaz HaYosher B'Enei Hashem, this is refreshing. A second. Chol HaShasa Uziyah Oviz Asa. Fascinating. Comment. Yesem, the Tzadik Yisrael Elam did Hayasha Be'edei Hashem, like who? It doesn't say like David, which it was. K'chol HaShasa Uziyah Oviz Asa. So, again, we spent a lot of time on the Tzaras, on the Chutzpah, wanted to be Makhdi Kateris. And the mistake, and the same mistake as Kairach V'adasa and trying to take something that wasn't his, and yet he spent the rest of his life in the base chorus and did tshuva. And he goes down in history as a good person. Yes? So when, when, when we say that, uh, that Yosem took over, so Yosem, this is Yosem taking over after Uzio dies? Well, he took over completely. Yes, he, so, was, he was credited with giving all the uh, covet to his father during his lifetime, even though he was running the kingdom. But he wasn't actually king. Now we're talking so this about is uh, yeah, Yosem, not, yeah, not yeah. Even though he did a phenomenal job beforehand. Lamaisa, the only footnote on this positive comment is Lamed Hey, Rakabamas Lasara Odom is Afchim I'll mention this. This is the last time I'm going to mention this before we talk about it next time. I know that sounds funny, <laughs> but there's a reason. I'll show you the contrast. Even Yosem. That's not that he was. Even after the relatively positive reign of his father, they couldn't get rid of these stubborn bummers. So every time they tried to do it, the uh, very traditional, I say that in a positive way, even though it's a negative context, the very traditional Jews who were Amaratim and didn't realize that didn't change for these hundreds of years, they said, I don't know, my great-grandfather, you have a Messiah in the family, we used to bring sacrifice in the backyard. And uh, it was a very, very holy experience, and we have a very warm and fuzzy feeling even though now it's in its occurs. And they wouldn't let him get rid of it. The reason I say it's the second to last time I'm going to mention it is the good news coming, you don't have a whole lot of that here, is that there will be a Hedligat Sadiq by the name of Chizgiyahu HaMelech. We will get to within the year, I think. Who will not only do Nisim in the flows and have Nisim in the flows done for him with the Melech Asher, and he will not only also be an example of a tremendous Baal Tshuva almost dies and fixes everything up, he will get rid of these bummers, finally. So even though we've had countless times that even the tzaddikin didn't get rid of them, uh, their end is coming. And he got a lot of flack for it. I'm mentioning this now because I want you to remind me to, there's so much to say about Chizkiyo Amela. We'll spend the Mitzvah Shem a lot of time as one of the great shining lights in, uh, in, in Novi and in Malchus Beis David. You would think he finally got rid of the Bamas. The Pusik's not going to say that, uh, however, he didn't get rid of the Bamas. And it's not going to say it because he's going to finish it off. Hako bako. And he's going to get a lot of flack to the extent that they're going to be Anashim Chashuvim, I should say, Anashim who were Chashuv till they did what they're about to uh, do. 
we're going to start up a chizkiyah when a bell against him. And part of their rally cry will be, this king is so uh, sacrilegious, he even got rid of those holy bummers. They're going to get people on their side as a taina on him. Obviously, they didn't read these him all along. They kept saying, Rakala, he didn't get rid of the bum. Because people really thought that you can't get rid of these bummers. This is it's a shameless, at least. Get the holy rocks, holy bricks. So this is the, the scariest example in Tanakh with the Hamanam. Not talking about getting uh, swallowed up into Avodazara. That was in the Assessor Shrata, what happened a little bit in Yehuda. These are good people who have Midagavasena Biyadenu. And they remember with the Ayakichel and with everything else, uh, Sunday night barbecues, but in a, a holy barbecue, not Stam, uh, on a holiday weekend. And uh, they can't get rid of it. They can't let go. Even though now it's an Issacharis. The reason is, it's very rare to have things which used to be a mitzvah the race uh, become an Issacharis. But Shchutichutz is one of them. It's the old men hug them die hard. That's the problem over here. What? It wasn't a minute. It was a nice, it was, I can't call it a mitzvah because it was never a chiv. If you wanted, you could bring a carbon in your backyard and make a family event and make brachas and give divetar and all sorts of wonderful things. And that went on for a long time, but it's been a very long time since that was mutter. And yes, when the base of mitzvah was built, it became a courage. It just became us. There was a lachama. Yeah, it's a pasuk. Yeah, it's when makam asher yidrushu. When you have the base of mitzvah, you can't do this anymore. And after the churban abayis, it was still awesome. The chazal had the power to make this occur. There was a chazal. It didn't erase it. Is there such a theory? No, no, it's not the rabbans. It's the karis. There's the karis. It's a different kabbalah. It's a pasuk and lovely. The cheskel describes when kanan pegim, but we just had some parshas pinchas. So what happens if the kanan doesn't get him? He's mizana with the with the gaita. So there's something called karis. A different kabbalah. How many yisurim is it? Intermarriage. So we once discussed on paper there, so Bianca, but on paper it seems to be better than the alternative in terms of uh, Balnita. And they asked him why we're doing so much cure against intermarriage. He said, yeah, on paper it's uh, better, the Gaita is better, but there's the end of the line for him and you got to do cure because he's never going to come back otherwise. It's more difficult to come back. But you need Rabbi to have places like that to, to give a decision like that in cure. It means even though on paper we're going from the frying pan to the fire. So we're not, not only not doing them a favor, we're doing them an avla, so why are we spending money on a campaign like that? So that, that is a part of the Issa, besides the Issa, Darbonim, Nashkaz, the whole Sikh and Sanhedrin, is Karis with different Kabbalah. So what does that mean? That doesn't mean Karis Api Kabbalah. It's different Kabbalah means a Pasim Yecheskel. So Pashas is, some say Yecheskel is recording an Issa that was Salah HaMashiach Sinai, and he just wrote it down. A different Pshatim. But if you purely Darbonim, there wouldn't be Issa Karis. This is a Pasim Yecheskel. This is a it's clearly the din, but um, it's hard for them to let go. And I'm referring, by the way, to the people who didn't, had it in the backyards and didn't use it. You ever have, you ever buy a house, had these old barbecues in the backyard? It's like, it's a, even of the stones, they didn't, not everybody used it. You still get rid of them, because if they don't use it, somebody's going to use it, it's going to be a mechel. They said, nope, it's not worse than Seamus. Better than Seamus, you put a curb on it. That's the difficulty. But Chizkiel is going to get rid of them, and uh, he's going to hear about it, even though he's 100% right on the issue. Puzzling Lamed Hay again. Rakabamas Lasar, Adam, Mazafta, Makacha, Bamas, Ubana, Ashar, Beis, Hashem, Elyon. He even had very, very valuable construction projects to be Mechadish, the covered, and to increase the covered of the Harabayas. Yes, said Divriyesim, Mashal, Salahim, Ksuv, Malsev, Divriyel, Machi, Yehuda. 
Bayamim, Ahem Echel Hashem Lashleach Yehuda. Not everything was 100% kosher here either, and now the Yesem dies, there's going to be a huge issue. And Hashem is, and the people already are, are breathing a little uh, easier in terms of their uh, focus on their Ruchmias. That's not a positive thing. And Hashem starts sending Simonim, even in Yehuda, in the form of the same Simon that it always was, a tax on the, on the area and the damage that it does to wake them up. Lahashlich, lahashlich, Yehuda, Ritzin, Melech Haram, Ves Pekach, Pekach Ben Remalyo. See, here we have a two pronged attack, which was described in the other set of Sukkim you have in front of you, between an alliance with Pekach Ben Remalyo, Melech Yisrael, and Ritzin, Melech Aram. And they're going to be attacking Yehuda. As we know, that happens from time to time. It's called a civil war, or half a civil war. And the other king that he has the alliance with is a, is a guy. But here we have Melch Yisrael attacking Yehuda. That's not going to bode well for anybody. And we're going to get to that in a moment. Pasik Lamed. And we've had kings that were buried somewhere around Yushalayim, but not with the Tzadikim Mamachis Beis David. He is in the prime, prime Kavar Mamachis Beis David, where he belongs. This is the very dramatic zigzag in Yehuda. The only thing worse than having a zigzag, and when I say a zigzag, we're talking about the, one of the biggest Tzadikim ever to live, and his son is going to be one of the biggest Rosham of the Mamachis Yehuda. Only thing uh, worse than a zigzag is the Malchi Yisrael who didn't zig and zag. They were just all straight Rishonim who weren't doing the right thing. I always like to contrast it to find some silver lining. Uh, Achaz is uh, going to be so bad that it's almost hard to explain, and I'm going to give the explanation that Mepharshim discussed and what, what got into him. Like his father, he had plenty of good Rabbeim and... Uh, good father and grandfather, to learn from. So you have to explain the zigzag, which we will attempt to do. At the end of the day, Achaz will be responsible for what he, he did. Take a look at the chart first before we go to the other psukim in Yeshaya. Just to um, get our bearings here to see what transpired very quickly today. Go to number on the left side to the Malchi Yisrael. There should be a chart there. Go to the Malchi Yisrael. Number 14. Today we had Zechariah ben Yeruvam, Nereg al Yedei Shalom. Number 15, Shalom, Nereg al Yedei Menachem. Number 16, Menachem, he's Nereg al Yedei Bekachya. And then we have 18, Pekach. And believe it or not, as sad as it is, 19, Hosea. We did all that today. We don't normally move so quickly, but uh, the bad news is you like to gloss over, like we until to quickly. Although that's a different reason for many, because nobody wants it. Over here, we're up to 19, Hosea. Hosea is going to be the last Melch Yisrael. Happens to be, which we won't get to today, but we mentioned it already, he's the one who opens up Kvish Aleph to Yushalayim the highway, the only highway, the only access to Yishalayim, I don't know if it was where Kivish Aleph is today, the only access highway where 
for hundreds of years, they had armed guards. And if you wanted to go allele regal, they would stop you. And if you didn't want to stop, they would arrest you. And if you resisted arrest, they would probably had orders to hurt you. So some tzaddikim went and never came back. And they just moved to you. Then once you go allele regal, you have to avoid to have a border crossing like that. They just never came back. Which is why Mitzvah Shem Lava, whether the assessors of them are coming back or not, which Mitzvah Shem Lava chants discuss much later on. Here we had Yechidim from each Shevet. Shevet, no doubt, they crossed the border and came in the middle of the night and bribed whoever they had to bribe and got across and went to live in Yehuda. So when Yehuda was exiled, I assume they were members of the Assassin's Shvatim there. So lots of love, even if the main groups of ten were not coming back, ten Shvatim, wherever they went, they assimilated, they're not coming back, which one sheet doesn't come on. We're going to have twelve Shvatim, and the smaller groups that were integrated are going to have to uh, grow, which is uh, certainly within uh, the expectation that we're going to have all the Shvatim, they're going to grow and uh, be great again. Hoshea is going to open up the highway for the first and unfortunately last time, because after the Shvatim are gone, the highway is going to be irrelevant. But he's going to open it up. Uh, we're going to hope when we first start reading about that, that that's good news. And I guess for a certain Yechidim it was. It's uh, pretty drastic, horrible news, because after that, they're going to go into Gullis, and all the Mepharshim discuss. He's the one who opened it up. So he's doing a little chuva. He's still in Avinav Hazar. But he did some chuva. Uh, the Medrash will comment that uh, what he did was basically take the blame from himself, put it on Klai Yisrael, says, here, don't blame this on me. I'm giving you a chance to go up. And most people didn't go up because they weren't used to going up. And it's been a long, long time. They had no sheikhs. And then the Kitcher Loyalena was on Klai Yisrael, and then they went into Gullahs because of this. <laughs> the moral of the story is not to try to fix things up because it might be a bigger Kitcher. The moral of the story is fix things up and then use it to the benefit that it's intended. But Metzushem, we'll get back to that later. That's a story unto itself. But again, that was a quick 14 through 19, and he will be the last uh, Melech Yisrael. And we're not going to get to that for a while. Let's go to the psukim you have in front of you. And um, actually, you now before we start reading this psukim, let me read two more by us, Tezayim, Pasagalov. Because of all the bad things we just said about Achaz, I'll be showing you the Pasag how he had potential, which he certainly did. He was not an Amaretz. And he was the son of Yesim, and he learned, at least initially. Bishnas Shvasrei, did you see the Pasayal? Shvasrei, Shon Lepekach, Ben Ramalyo, Malach Achaz, Ben Yesim, El Chihuda, Ben Esim, Shon Achaz, Bamalcha, relatively young. Sheshesrei, Shon Amalab, Yushalayim, La Asa Hayashar, Beni Hashem, Elokov, Kedavid Aviv. Very fascinating. Here I give you an introduction, he's one of the worst of the worst, and it says, you know what? I think everybody in this room would probably fit into that description. Okay, we don't have the potential he had, but as a critique goes, that's certainly not the worst of it. He wasn't as good as David. Okay. I don't even know if Yesim was as good as David Amel. I don't know if Asa was as good. David Amel was David Amel. So... Okay, I'll read one more, uh, just to show you the contrast. 
Uh, he went in the Derech of Anachi Yisrael and he went and he got involved in heavy duty Avodah Zarah, including, which Avodah Zarah is this describing? Meluch, where you take the kid, whether they took the kid and tried to burn him, or just passed him between fires and he almost got singed or somewhere between the two. But he practiced Meluch with his own son. Chazal tell us his mother was very concerned that her son would be burnt alive and uh, she smeared something on him that made him fireproof. It's a good thing because he's going to grow up to be uh, an incredible Heiligit Tzaddik in the Chizkiah Amelah, but uh, he's going to survive this. Talk about zigzagging. So, I don't know exactly. We'll have to learn a lot more about him, but Pasuk Gimel says he wasn't as good as David Amelah, and Pasuk Bey says he wasn't as good as David Amelah. Pasuk Gimel says he got involved in Avadazaras to the extent that he was even heavily involved in Melech and almost killed his son. Sounds almost as confusing as you can get, almost like Achav. But Pasig Beis does show you that he had potential. Another Raya, the tremendous potential and investment made in him by his father, and we're about to see by the Navi. Kosh Baruch Hu wasn't ready to give up on him so quickly. Go to your Pasig in Yeshaya. The Pasig in Yeshaya, as we have seen many times, Dirayamim, mirrors the battle we mentioned, the Pasig Lamed Zayin. We just read that Ritzin Melech Aram and Pekach Ben Ramaliyah are going to attack him. And the Navi Yeshaya, he has the schus. The Yeshaya Navi is going to come and tell him good news. Even though this battle looks very, very lopsided and it looks like you don't stand a chance. Remember, Yehuda is a relatively small area. He's attacked by Melech Aram and Pekach Ben Ramaliyah. Whenever they attacked, they had a Sarsashvatim, an army of a Sarsashvatim on their side. So Yehuda was always at a disadvantage. They didn't have a, had an army. They had a Yehuda known as strong soldiers. But when you get to Chizkiah, you'll see the area already was very small. And uh, by the time Chizkiah comes, he didn't have much of an army at all. When, when Melech Ashur comes and attacks the Razal Yishalayim, uh, statistically uh, and historically, the chances of winning that battle were extremely slim. Achaz here is concerned. Because Bader HaTeva, he didn't really have much of a chance. We run Klai Yisrael, uh, Hashem runs Klai Yisrael, not in that order, on a different level. And uh, the Navi comes to talk to Achaz. It makes him an offer which we can only dream about. Of course, we don't know what was on Achaz's plate, and I'm not here to defend him. Just say that you understand how somebody grows up in the house of Yesen and is going to give such an answer to such an offer. We give the entire... Yichus over here to understand what potential he had. We don't always give three generations. Melch Yehuda, Allah Ritzin, Melch Aram, Pekach Ben Ramal Yel, Melch Yisrael Yishalayim, the Mulchama Allah, and they plan on taking the city. This is not one of these. Okay, you know, give us some money. We're going away. Layachid Melchama Allah, and they're trying and trying. They lay siege to Yishalayim, and as we know historically, Kosh Baruch Hu, whether the people inside have schusam or not, Kosh Baruch Hu doesn't let Yishalayim fall very quickly, if at all. So a message is sent to Beis David. Why is it called Beis David? So if you look at Rashi, take a look at the second Debra Malschana Aleph. We'll go back to the first one in a moment. That's already a strong statement. Achaz has chusavus. He's going to get a Navua, but he was a Russia himself already. Therefore, he didn't deserve the Yechidus almost of a personal Navua. 
So here we have, it says, a message was sent to Beis Davin. Beis Davin. Who's Beis Davin? Beis Davin is Achaz. So let's say Achaz. So Rashi says, I don't want to talk about him. Yet he's to receive an Avua that don't worry, everything's going to be okay. So we already know. What is don't worry, don't worry everything's going to be okay? What does that do for Achaz? What does Achaz have to do to uh, get that? Well, he didn't do anything yet. He's a Russian now. The message came because of Schosovus. What do you have to do afterwards? During? Afterwards? There's no free lunch. And Achaz knows that. I'm preparing you for his insane answer, but uh, to him it wasn't insane. He understood that clearly that there's a no free lunch. And he understood the odds were stacked against him heavily, and he understood Derech HaTeva, he can't win this war. And he understood that Ravi tells him, don't worry, uh, you're going to come here, and you're going to fight, and you're going you're to come in, uh, the underdog, and leave unscathed. So that's going to trigger some serious, serious introspection, tshuva, and Avedis uh, Hashem, which... Perhaps Alchaz thought about for a few minutes, a few seconds. You see, his answer doesn't sound like he gave it much, much thought, but I'm sure he thought about it. He wasn't interested. Too much of a machayev. It's a theme throughout history. Why don't people want to listen? So come up with every excuse not to listen. He wasn't talking to me. It's not me. It's him. It's not a hundred excuses. We were just uh, discussing this yesterday. Any excuse in the book, they make no sense whatsoever. None of them. Nothing to do with the reality. But what, you just got to say something or else you're going to be forced to really, really make changes. And Achaz is, uh, well, I can't say he's not ready for it because if the Navi was sent by Kosh Baruch that means he had a chance that he was ready for it. Or else Hashem wouldn't have sent the Navi. The Navi has better things to do. So he could have been ready for it, but in the end of the day, people have Bechira. Now look back at the first Rashi. Why the long Yichas, Achaz, Ben Yesef, Ben Ziel? Despite the fact that Achaz doesn't really take the offer and he doesn't really do tshuva, Yushalayim still doesn't fall because he's not ready for the korban and there was still enough tzitkus, residual tzitkus soaked into the walls that it's not going to fall. Vai means like Oivei. Malach who put him on the throne? What right does he have to serve? Didn't say this about Uziel, despite his mistakes. He was a relatively good guy. So this Acha started off with a bang, and the Malach already screaming and yelling, uh, what's he doing in the throne, and why, there's, why is there a schuss here, and why is Yishalayim not getting destroyed? The reason why they came for battle is because he was on the throne. Amalahem ben Yesimhu, Sakosh Baruch sounds like the... Uh, We've heard this before, the Malach HaMadrendi, Midas Adin, HaKosh Baruch Hu, is explaining why the Midas HaRachim for the meanwhile. Amalem ben Yesim Hu ben Hu, Avesim Hayu Tzadikim, again, includes Uziyo in the Tzadik category. See, he wasn't just a good guy, she used a stronger expression. Here it says, he was a Tzadik. I can't destroy him, I'm not going to destroy the city yet. So Yishalayim will not fall here, not, unfortunately, not because of Ocha's answer. He will give the wrong answer, which we'll get to soon, because of the schus office of the city. Again, Pasik Beis, the Yugad, the Beis Davir Lemar, Nacha, Aram, Al Afrayim, the Yana, the Vava, the Vav, Amoy, Kenoya, Atzayar, Bibnei Ruach. That the bad news is uh, they're coming for battle, and there's a great stir, and they're gathering their armies, and they're coming, and they mean it. And it was very frightening. Who was the king of Israel? 
this Pekach. Vayema Hashem el Yishayel. So now to reinforce Ahaz's uh, staying power, if I'll call it, and the chance of the tshuva, Yishayel now is sent himself. Before it was a message. Vayema Hashem el Yishayel. Tzayna likras Ahaz atah shal yashuv banecha. Shayashuv banecha. Interesting. Shayashuv is a, is a name that's not common. It's a name, it's a soul for the Constantly, Pastor Yashav was his son, who was, I guess, a Navi in training. Shayashav uh, was named Shayashav. I'll shame that Klai could still do tshuva, and they will do tshuva eventually. Shayashav hopes sooner rather than later. It ends up being later rather than sooner, but we will come back. Navi's always told exactly where to meet him because often these Malachim are not interested in meeting. It reminds you of Moshe Avedon and Parah. Power was hiding, wasn't interested in meeting anybody. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, well, he didn't say anything. Hashem told him, go early in the morning. He's using the latrine. He's in the Nile. Go speak to him. <clears throat> so here, he didn't make himself into a god yet, but uh, he was told, Marmachem is exactly where to tell over this Nebuah, Masila Stei Kavis. Ramarta Elov, Pasuk Dalet, Hishamer, page three. Vahashkeit, Altira, don't panic. He could surrender. It was that bad. We're going to have at length the discussion between the Navi and Chizkiyo when it really, this was a serious battle when Malachasha shows up 180,000 troops. It's even more serious. And uh, Chizkiyo doesn't know what to do and he has a whole camp, the pro bummer camp, but that was only one of their platforms that had more serious things to say and Klaesel was very divided. What's so frightening about the Navi is you're, you're frightened when you read the story, even though you know what happens at the end, because the underpinnings of what's going on in terms of the internal machlekes uh, sound familiar. In terms of uh, the ability of people to fool themselves and to think they have a position, even though it's not based on what the Navi's saying, which uh, these are all previews. We'll get to it a little later, Mr. Shem. Right now, he's telling him, stay put, don't be scared, so we don't surrender. These two firebrands. Firebrands are not, they're used in English as a firebrand. Here it means the firebrand is the end of the fire, the tip of the thing when you stoke your fire in your fireplace. That's still a little red, but it's going out. These are coals that are about to go out. They look frightening, but uh, they're not going anywhere. And they're certainly not invading the city. The Chariaf, and they're coming with such anger. They're threatening. Ritzin, Varam, Bela, Buben, Ramalyo. And they are coming with the following battle cry. This is from the Assessor Shvatim with their ally. We're going to destroy it. We're going to raise it to the ground. You look at Rashi. So let's look at Rashi at the top of the Muslim. Zanva Saudim. Hashem. Yu Benecha. Zanva Saudim. Shekafsa Shalheve Shalahem. Their coals on the way out. Next to Bamasal in Vov, Nikitsena, Avinavkana. What does that mean? The Arab Mohama, Navkana, Lena, Nashva, Asa, Amav, Kibika, Zu, Shehi, Shove. There was an old rivalry here with the Assassin Shvatim and Yehuda, and they always had a guilty feeling 
about the perceived uh, greatness of Yehuda and the relative shvelis that were Jews of the Aserah Shvatan. And it was true, it wasn't perceived. But the answer was, get your act together, and you're part of Klayasol, come back, or stop doing Avodah first, and then you'll come back. So they really didn't like Yehuda. And Yehuda still had a Besamekdash. They always did. And they just finished off with two very stable, righteous kingdoms. And uh, now they see an opportunity, probably so, that Ochoz wasn't a very big tzaddik, to say the least. And they understood correctly so as a chance to attack. What they didn't understand is he could do tshuva. And even if he doesn't, Chiddush, Hashem's still going to protect the city. That they didn't anticipate. So they're going to just raise it to the ground, and Mashi gives you the insight. They're going to raise it not only physically, they're going to make them equal to everybody else. They're nothing special. And they're going to show them. And when we finish with them, we're going to put our own king in there. As Ben Taval. Some of us is just a well-known officer, and they're going to put him as the puppet, and they're going to take control and goodbye, Malchah Yehuda, and we're going to make it part of, we're going to next it to the Ashas HaShvatim, and that's it. We're going to own Yushalayim, or whatever's left of it. So, the Navi's repeating what they're saying on their way down to attack. And then the Navi says, Pasuk Zayin, Kayamar Hashem Elohim, Lo Sokum V'loi Sichye. Very clear and to the point. This is not happening, as we'd say in English. Don't worry about it. Even though, again, this is showing you insight into what Ochaz Madrega could have been. Here's a man that Kosh Baruch Hu is sending an Avi that there's a half meaning he's going to hear this Nebuah. There are thousands and thousands of troops coming. He doesn't stand a chance. Hashem says, don't worry about a thing. Just ignore them. There are a lot of hot air. These coals are going out. Not happening. They'll attack. The city is not falling. Basically, it's not being that It's not happening. I'm not putting anybody else on the throne. Malaz Beis David will continue and still has some very, very, very important good times ahead. Fortunately, it won't end up being under Achaz. Continue in the next Pasuk. Page 4. Actually, I skipped a few just to go to Pasuk Yud. The Yesu Hashem Daber Achaz Leimar. Second of all, I didn't really uh, accept the first. You know, this is too good to rush through. We will continue this the next year. We'll go to the Pelaya. I don't even want to end off in the bad mood of what he's going to ask this Nebuah. So don't look ahead unless you can't sleep, in which case you can look ahead. But then you won't be able to sleep after you see the answer anyway. So it doesn't help you much. Let's go to the Pelaya. It's not clear, Shema, in case you didn't say it. It's right now. What's the discrepancy? It says that... The uh, from Hoshea happened and he took over during the reign of Yosem in Brazil. But then later it says that, that, uh, that Yosem's son, that Ahaz became the king. Ahaz is the one in this Pasuk. You show me the other Pasuk afterwards. I'll see what you're referring to. Okay, uh, let's go to the Peleites. Mark down where, remind me, we're up to Pasuk Yud. There is no shear next Sunday morning. We're up to uh, Pasuk Yud and Yeshayim. And then we'll go back to the other Sukkim. We're going to start a new entry this morning under Einus in the Peleyayets. We're on page Mem Dalit at the bottom.
a short entry, but very powerful. He has a, uh, a way, as only the Pelliers does, of taking away all the excuses. So we like, uh, everybody knows the Gemara, that appears in a few Masechtas and Ksubas and other Masechtas. I know, it's Patri. What can we do? I tried. Tried, didn't work. Here often, I tried to get up. Not my fault they put a snooze button on this thing. Just hit it and it goes off. Some are programmed, if you hit it 20 times, I don't think it works anymore. Honest, I fell back asleep. So falling asleep has many gradations in honest. And falling back asleep can happen to anybody once in a while. If it's happening with alarming frequency, pun intended, uh, then you have to double check the halachilich of how you want to get up in the morning. And uh, as I am uh, want to say, but uh, Pellier says it even more, if you want to uh, test the motivation, he has rias, some silk and beautiful rias, you should uh, pick the one thing that people know how to get up for, and that's money. You had an important meeting, and you couldn't miss it, and you're waiting the whole year for this meeting, and this is a huge client, or potentially a huge client. You wouldn't come late, as a matter of fact. You would come early. And uh, many people say... Not sarcastically, they just want to explain themselves why they're an artist. And I was like, Mother Patre said, yeah, if I was davening once a year, I'd probably get up early and come on time. But I have his meeting every morning. said, yeah, if you were in the king's cabinet or you were in the White House um, um, top five advisors, today I have to say that. I can't say the White House advisor, top five, top ten, or you're one of the top 20 lawyers or whatever. You were in the inner circles and... Uh, you were called every morning, you'd probably also get there on time. So it's uh, all about understanding the chashivas and being able to talk to the melech, malachim, malachim every morning, and then every afternoon, every evening. Once people are up, the mincha, if you're in the office, it's a different nisayan, you're in the office in the middle of a meeting, but at least you're up. Getting up is always difficult for many people. So before you use Inus, you've got to know what Inus means, what type of system you're setting up, and... Um, uh, you might, okay, you just uh, have to step out for a minute, so he's not going to know who it is, which maybe that's good. There was a fellow um, back in Flatbush who really, uh, really tried hard. And uh, we had then, this year, before davening, 6 a.m. Now we have it 9.15 at night, so you're already up, at least for another half hour or so. And uh, he really wanted to come, and he just, you know, you got, the alarm has to go off at 5.35, or else it doesn't really work. You've got to really be seated with the Gemara open. If you miss the first few minutes, it's hard to get into the Sugya. And uh, he kept calling me, what do we do? And he had a very spotty appearance record, let's put it that. And, uh, you know, he tried. So I said, look, uh, the only way to do this is if you allow somebody from this year to go wake you up. We tried that for a while. He came five after six, ten after six, empty-handed, without the other fellow in tow. And then I uh, told him, I said, uh, in camp, when we used to wake people up for learning groups, and for Shacharis, uh, we had something called the super soaker. Huge. Not the small water guys. And um, I said, uh, if you give him a shus, you give me a shus to tell him, then we'll try that. And he said, uh, let me ask my wife, smart move. Because those things sometimes overshoot, so the next bed, you know, you don't want to be careful... Uh, so his wife gave him his wife who was a very close relationship. I want him to get up. We did it. I'll never forget the scene. He came into the shear dripping. It was a sight to see. He came on time. 
Worked two or three times, and then his wife uh, asked, called me and asked if there was another way because she's doing laundry or the dryer is running all day and she can't, the sheets, the blankets, it's, you know, it's getting too much. But it was used and it worked. So that's a little ridiculous to have to come on to that, but uh, the good news is he really wanted to come on time. So um, you can hand the uh, gun with the ammunition over to your wife and let her do it. You don't have to have somebody else uh, coming in. But um, whatever works, there's nothing that's too ridiculous, but it's got to be sustainable. The super soaker I didn't think would work long term, which it didn't. But it takes training. Part of it is getting to sleep earlier, which uh, So before a person claims like this, you got to know how much effort you put into place in the first place. Amr al-Chacham, bottom paragraph. People make the mistake, they think they can hide behind Patri. The, the Acharnim have a dig. Adis Chamana Patri means you're putter. There's no call of Anis Kamanda Ovid. Even if you're putter, you didn't do the mitzvah. You still missed out at the end of the day. The mitzvah was not done. You might have a patur, you're not going to get an Anish. Kiba Ila Kaldu Maitse Makam Patur Latsma. People find any excuse. We call Dover Tai Barmer Shu Anas. He likes to rest, for our first example. Who doesn't like to sleep? Alisa Valita Neri loves the thrill of doing business, even though. He doesn't have to do any business, and there's no reason to argue this point for another three hours. This business, and then there's overly schmoozing or more shtadlis than necessary. She has a headache, he's weak, and he feels that my uh, is too big, I tried, hasn't worked all these years, it's not working. Often, this is not a real taina. Remember, you have to say this taina over in the LMMs with the videos. So, it's got to be a real taina. And once in a while, there is a real Aynas Gummer. It's not often. And if you want a litmus test, how to measure this. This is his example. If there was a lot of money to be made, would you say, I have a headache, I'm tired, can't get to run time, my, my one clock book, nobody would come up with these teritzim. If he would, and it's real, however, if to make a lot of money, he pushes aside all the roadblocks, and he says, how can I give in to all these uh, lazy Excuses, malasas, revagishkan, so litzchuk, I gotta push myself, there's a lot of money to be made. That's not gonna look very good. It's the famous base of Levi with Yasef and the brothers that uh, Hashem is gonna compare the Misa to the other Misa. You couldn't do this, you were able to do it when you wanted to go skiing. You got up very early when you wanted to hit the slopes, very early. It's amazing how early they get up. So uh, it compares, if you, if you can't get up, so then don't get up ever. If you can get up for the meeting, if the skiing, then you can get up. And he says, that's the Pshat and the Pasuk, the famous Pasuk. If you approach your learning in your Avedis Hashem like gold and silver, then you'll understand what real Yeris Hashem is. Meaning, put at least... The year is Hashem and the mitzvah's agenda on the level of your love for money. If you treat it like your at least, then
continue next time. Next Sunday, there will not be a Shia Pashas. <laughs>